You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less. The last time we recorded, I feel like the world has been turned upside down. We hope that we are a distraction to all things coronavirus. I know it's flooding our news feeds, our minds. We're getting updates constantly. So we hope that we are temporarily a distraction for you all. I mean, I I don't even know how to... I think my emotions changed by the announcement. <laughs> one minute I'm happy, one minute my eye switching, one minute I'm freaking out. So you're not alone. (laughs) We are with you. But again, we hope we can bring a little entertainment for you as we navigate through these uncharted waters. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us have ever gone through something like this in our lifetime. So we're just going to have to hang in there together. I think if there's anything I am learning and taking away from this, it is I'm just acutely aware of how thankful I should be in life. Yes, this has been a disruption to my daily routine. My kids are home. I'm behind on Bravo because I'm spending my evenings catching up on work and laundry and all these crazy things, but I'm home with my family. We're healthy. We're okay. And I think that's just what all of us need to focus on. And with that, I think we just dive into Bravo and take a, give everybody a 30 minute distraction from the craziness that is the world. And what better way to start than family karma? I am loving this show. I truly, I mean, I really a hundred percent mean it. I love this show. It's a fun show. So Abby spilled everything last week. I caught up. It is a it is a fun show. It's refreshing. It's different. I can't help it. Every time Brian talks, I think of Justin Bieber, which is really weird. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the same, but it's a it is a very entertaining show with lots and lots of different dynamics. And I'm learning that Indian mothers and I mean this in the nicest way, might be the ultimate helicopter moms. They're always seeing everything their kids are doing. Are you married yet? When are you going to have a kid? Are you, you know, dating a nice Indian boy, a nice Indian girl? You know, it's just, and I think part of it is the culture is a lot of these kids live with their parents until they get married. But whoa, I mean, kids that grew up with Indian moms, that had to be a challenge at times. I can't imagine trying to sneak out with an Indian mother. Oh, sure. And that amount of pressure. I mean, I'm really, really glad that my in-laws get along. And I know that's not unique to the Indian culture, but just kind of seeing everything that's happened in this episode is, uh, stresses me out. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we should just, in talking about it. So Vishal and his fiance 
It's odd. They've been engaged for two years. And part of that is they haven't had a traditional Indian engagement party, which signifies that they, I guess, are truly engaged in the Indian culture. I don't think that has anything to do with the in-laws not getting along, though. His fiance's mom seems to be quite a bitch, honestly. I mean, she's just bad-mouthing that family to anyone that will listen, regardless of if those people know his family or not. I mean, that to me goes to show someone and no disrespect to her daughter, Risha, Risha, I think that's, I'm, I'm probably not pronouncing correctly, so I apologize, but I, she seems a little fame whorish, like taking the attention, trying to be purposely outlandish, trying to say things controversial. It's like, she's been branded this reputation that she says that, and she's like owning up to it. But it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It just seems unnecessary. And it seems like she's trying to make herself relevant, enjoy these 15 minutes of fame and maybe get a man. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I think that has a lot to do with it. I'm just going to be curious to see where this goes with the season. I won't be shocked if at the end of the season they are no longer engaged. I think that's kind of the writing on the wall. But I'm guessing in Indian culture, they talk about how divorce is so frowned upon. It's a very big deal. People kind of question it and don't necessarily welcome you back into society with open arms after that. So I don't know if there's going to be pressure on a broken engagement as well. I'm sure it's not as bad as a divorce, but I'm guessing there's a little bit of a stigma around that. Absolutely. And there's definitely going to be a stigma. So Anisha had this moment where she's with Bali, a new character that we meet this week or person, I should say. And she talks about the fact that with her ex, she waited three years to have sex. Okay, I don't know what was more shocking to me, the fact that it was three years, but also the fact that I thought, and I, I think this is an, like any culture at all, not just Indian. I mean, I grew up Catholic and I, I think there's a, this like, you should wait till you're married. But I thought Indian culture, it was a very, very big deal to be a virgin when you're married. Like that's basically what you're told your whole life. I mean, I, I guess not, but I just so, like, in I don't know what that, the, I was like, girl, yeah. like, what are you doing? Like that just, I mean, I mean, clearly I don't know that she would do that again, but I just, three years is that. a really long time to wait, especially coming off of watching love is blind and thinking like some of these people didn't even wait three days. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Three hours. I mean, they see each other and they're like ripping clothes off in, uh, in their resort and bedroom in Mexico. But th- I, three years is a long time. But I remember thinking, like, I don't know what I'm more shocked by. The fact that she waited three years or the fact that she's admitting on camera she is not a virgin. Oh, I think for me it's the three years part. But I could see the other. other Being 34, I mean, again. No, not that I'm much. judging it at all. I just am thinking, whoa, she just said that on camera. Oh, yeah. Growing up in a very traditional Indian home. Absolutely. I, so I I'm, get again, it. Not judging. Uh, I clearly was not a virgin at 34, nor was I a virgin when I got married. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> wow. Abby, I'm getting shocking. Spicy. Shocking. Yeah. One, one thing, though, that I do think is kind of a misstep with Family Karma so far, love Bali. I don't think she should be as part of this cast. I think she should be on Housewives of some kind. It just feels I mean, like a force pit to me. of Miami, how perfect would she be? Don't you think? Like, I just feel, Nuts. I mean, considering the age gap, not saying you can't have older friends by any means. It's like she doesn't quite fit in with the parents. The younger people, she has She's, a lot of things that she doesn't yeah. really relate to them. It just feels like she would be much better off with housewives. Well, and they said she's kind of an auntie, which is like there's this, you know, I think that's when you reach a certain age that you're called an auntie and you're respected. And there's there's definitely a lot that comes with having that title. 
So it just is odd to me that she's going to be hanging out with these kids. And I, I kind of get it. I think what might have bridged her between the two groups is the fact that she's divorced. So I'm sure she went through some hardships within the community and society, not necessarily supporting her through that time. She said she, she got a lot of criticism because her husband had a lot of money and she was walking away from all of that. And then Amrit, you know, being gay, I think, you know, he talked about how they bonded together and they quickly realized that that was their friendship uh, and, and just in supporting each other during a time where they didn't have a ton of people in their corner. So that to me makes sense. I'm guessing he brought her into the group. It just, I agree. I think she's going to be a totally different character. I think we're either going to see a ton of her not fitting in and watching that struggle, or she's going to kind of fall to the side. And I don't want her to fall aside. I think we bring back Miami and we make her a housewife. Oh, yes, I, absolutely. Absolutely. And so the other focal point of the episode had to do with Brian and Monica. I love them because it's. I'm trying to think of what it reminded me of, of like the whole will they, won't they. It was almost like if anybody watched Felicity growing oh, yes. up. I just thought of that in my head as you were saying that. Yes. So Felicity to me, like, oh my God, I loved Felicity. I remember writing about Felicity in my diary. So like, I mean, that's just in middle school. That's how much I loved it. But there was this whole like, will they, won't they piece of it. Like, will she end up with him? She followed him all the way there for college, you know, and like, I feel like that's Brian and Monica. Like that's going to be what we see for the next couple of seasons. I really hope they get together, but knowing what we've seen out of relationships and reality TV, I don't want it to ruin their friendship either. Like well, I don't want it to be a Lindsay and Carl situation and it's not, <laughs> it's not completely different. Um, they seem to be, uh, have a deeper well, they friendship. They can't seem to get on the same step. So it's one likes one and the other doesn't. And she even admitted like there were a couple of years ago, she liked Brian and he didn't reciprocate it. And she goes, and right now he likes me. And she didn't finish the sentence, but I'm guessing it means she's not really in a mood where she's reciprocating. Yeah, absolutely. So time will tell, but seriously, people do not sleep on this. For those of you that have an abundance of free time because you're at home going crazy and looking for things to watch, start watching Family Karma. It is it's just so enjoyable. And I think it's so lighthearted and there, it talks about so many things that are so important right now, just not even only just diversity in, in the Indian culture, but just being supportive. I think of people just on their different paths of life is the one thing that all of us could use right now. So I highly recommend karma. Um, I am so sad to say that I am behind on Atlanta. It's just been crazy times. People, we have kids home. We're trying to work, trying to get stuff done. So I am going to have to pass the baton to V to fill me in on all things Atlanta. Atlanta was delightful. It was hilarious in many, many ways. So in this episode, so one thing they had dinner, they had, okay. So they had a little field trip. They did a 600 above 600 meters. I'm probably butchering this, but had a lunch 600 meters. So they're elevated. People were kind of freaking out, but they had a great, great view of all the ancient ruins and whatnot. So it was cool. What came out of that lunch was Kenya. Kenya was throwing some shade at Cynthia uh, she was questioning her, grilling her about the wine. They were drinking some rosé. She was like, what kind of meat would you have? What kind of pairing would you have with this rosé? Why do you like this rosé? Like, And it, everyone at the table was like, um, she's being shady. Like, If that's someone who's your girl, like, why are you being shady and calling her out? Like, It wasn't just like one comment, and it also wasn't done in like a playful manner. So Nini in her interview, Nini, okay, I've been, we've been dogging on Nini. I've been dogging on Nini. Maybe I'll speak for myself, <laughs> but saying like she should, you know, 
leave housewives so negative this is the needy that i like fell in love with i'm seeing a lot of more glimpses of in these last couple episodes and i want her to stay and come back but she made a really really good point in her confessionals and eventually she mentioned this in person she's like i just find it interesting that cynthia calls me a toxic friend but here we have kenya who's purposely throwing shade in front of her like saying all these things like i don't think a good friend would do that to you and she's like i'm not saying any of this stuff so I actually agreed with her. Valid point. Yeah, I actually agreed with her. So I thought that was funny. So after they get wine drunk, of course they do a little shopping montage. I feel like every housewife trip, every housewife's trip has this. One and they of my have to show the dollar amount. Oh, always. absolutely. My favorite moment that was kind of breaking the fourth wall was Portia was buying something for PJ. And at the register, she's like, okay, I have 5 million followers on Instagram. Can I get this for free? I'll tag you guys on the post. (laughs) She says something like that. And it like cracked my shit up because, yeah, girl, I would do the exact same thing too. Like hustle for those followers that you have. You may be a no name in Greece, but those followers speak for something. So That's amazing. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, then there was a fourth wall broken moment. Uh, they, the producers then asked Kenya, they're like, were you being disrespectful and shady, uh, to Cynthia? Uh, and then Kenya kind of was like snapped a little bit. Um, she didn't like it. Actually, I'm misremembering this. I forgot what the questions were, what the questions related, related to, but it was a, a moment. Then, as they get more and more wine drunk, Portia and Nini made up. Yay. I mean, I think we all wanted that to happen. I did, at least. Yeah, they made up. I don't know if you all remember, but shortly after Portia had her baby, as a quick refresher, there was this toxic, toxic feud between Portia and Nini, and it got really nasty really fast and came out of nowhere. I don't even remember the details, but I just remember lots of shots being thrown on both sides. But they've made up and it was a very, very mature and adult conversation. So because of that, Portia makes this horrible suggestion, but very perfect for housewives. She's like, let's have a ruins party where we she's like, we have this moment where we bonded and where everyone can kind of wear these little um, Grecian crowns and if you have an issue with someone, you both wear the crowns and you share what that is and hopefully have like this whole like heart to heart moment. It got nasty real quick. That sounds like a horrible idea with these women. It got nasty, nasty real quick. Eventually got to Kenya and Nini. They start throwing words at each other. Nini makes a low blow. and It's like, no wonder your husband left you. It was real, real bad. But it was entertaining and good. And as a side note, because of everything happening with this pandemic, Atlanta – TBD on when they'll be able to film their reunion. They were supposed to start filming as soon as everything kind of hit the fan. So we'll share information as we know. But as of right now, I believe the season's coming close to an end. I just don't know when we'll get a reunion or if we'll get a reunion. This will be really weird. I wonder what they decide. I mean, depending on how long it takes for it to be safe to travel again and for people to not have to socially distance themselves, they might forego a reunion, which just seems so crazy. But you know, releasing a reunion in June when the season's wrapped really won't be that relevant. So, I mean, crazy times, people. But even crazier to me right now is the fact that we find out that Sarah from Shaw's ex was R. Kelly. I about like when she was saying Robert Kelly and I was like, Robert Kelly. Famous I, person. Like, I was like, uh, I'm like who is Kelly? It? It's like a rich guy. I thought she, okay, this is so bad. 
I thought she was going to say Harvey Weinstein. Oh my God. Someone like that. <laughs> I just mean, like someone so sh- I mean, cause I'm like, oh my God, she had an affair with Harvey Weinstein and that's the big thing. And she's cause like all these legal battles have been going on for so long with him. And then when she was like, yeah, Robert Kelly, I'm like, what? And then R Kelly, uh, just very, crazy. very strange and crazy. And what a weird, I mean, she made it seem like they had a semi-normal relationship or I guess as normal as it could be. <laughs> dating so he was someone- so loving. I'm like, all I can think about is him. Like, didn't he, he's the one that likes to pee on people. I thought. Yes. The golden shower guy. And that he's, yeah. he's been previously known as a lot of things. Now a piece of yeah. shit, a scumbag. Alleged major molester, <laughs> yes, rapist, piece of shit. But piece of shit, so. before that, golden shower, trapped in the closet, did you see her uh, very odd choice of captions? She took posted a picture. We'll have to post it to stories. She posted a picture of her and Reza and said something like, I believe I can fly again. I mean, what else is that directed at? Yeah. Yeah. I, did I just think it's so that. bizarre. I like don't really get it. I don't know that I like her because I feel like she talks out of both sides of her mouth. Like I feel like her, her giving Destiny so much shit. Like don't get me wrong. Like yeah, that would suck to have someone you know sleep with your brother. But Destiny's not even a good friend. It's her brother's a grown adult. And fuck, you dated R. Kelly. So I don't know well, that I trust Sarah your judge of character. Saying how, like, this happens all the time. I don't have the same makeup artist anymore. Basically saying her brother's a man whore. So why was it so shocking that he hooked up with Destiny? You saw the whole thing happening. I Absolutely. Don't, <laughs> it was like, weird. You should have stepped in and said, I'm going to be pissed if you guys sleep together. Instead of just letting them, like dry hump on a couch at top golf but the biggest thing so like that's shocking but really the biggest thing for me so i have been team mercedes since we the beginning have, i have too i will never ever ever be able to be team reza ever again i don't care if he creates the cure for coronavirus i will be thankful but i you yelling at someone that they've had 10 abortions and that's why their uterus exploded or that's why they, I think he said exploded or why you have your uterus removed is the most hurtful, just low, disgusting thing to say. And I know that they do this to other people. I've never seen that them do it to one another. And I I just, you, you don't say that. I honestly kind of give Mike a little bit of credit because he was talking about how like, you don't speak to women that way. That is not okay. I mean, what what did you think about that? Just like jaw dropping oh moment. My jaw truly dropped. I felt like MJ was shocked. And let I me, mean, guys, we'll back up here. Like, too, we know MJ's not a perfect human. They're both like, <laughs> if we look on paper, they've been pretty nasty to each other. But to say that, like, to air someone's dirty laundry, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's her business. He clearly went there to try to purposefully hurt her. And some, I mean, she almost died from giving birth and clearly being mamas. We (laughs) know how difficult and challenging child labor could be. So for someone to be in the ICU and to go through all that and for you to like stab her like that, I just thought it was really, really shady. I thought Adam was acting horribly towards her. What? Don't ever bring anyone's children and don't bring up shit like that. Like that's just horrible. That's 30 years of friendship. And it made me really sad, truth be told. Like, reality TV seems to <laughs> ruin some relationships and friends. It kind of reminds me of the Richard sisters, not as dark. Well, kind of dark. That got dark too. <laughs> but differently, just seeing people who have been together for so long and have had this great friendship. And if they were ever on reality TV, I don't know that. I bet they would still be friends and this would be a moot point. But it was really, really bad. 
And I am with yeah. you. I am team MJ. I don't think Reza can def- – I don't know how you would defend that. I think, honestly, I you're better off know. saying I was a horrible person and I took yeah. a cheap shot. And I apologize. I'm angry. I was angry at her. But he's not been saying that. From what I've briefly skimmed through on social media, it seems to be he's defending his actions. He is. And I don't know if the show comes back from this. To be honest, if those two continue to hate each other as much – to the point where possibly they won't film together. I could see that happening. I mean, if Reza submits a uh, restraining order on Tommy after he broke all the stuff in the patio, the two of them might not be able to film together. I don't know if the show could handle that. But the weird thing, here's the other thing, though. They both like money. They both like getting paid. And they showed up to BravoCon, I'm fairly certain, when all of this like had already happened. Yes, it had. Because they were saying that, I mean, it all the... A lot of this played out on social media. Reza was posting his uh, surveillance footage of Tommy, you know, breaking the plant. And then MJ was posting like things about how he didn't come visit. So, I mean, this all did play out before BravoCon. So maybe they'll reconcile just for the sake of continuing the show and continuing to get a paycheck. I just, it got very dark. And I don't know if I could continue watching if if it gets much worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. It got real, real dark. Yeah, it was... It just, it was hard to watch for sure. Uh, moving on though to New Jersey. I mean, how does Bravo not give the husbands of New Jersey their own show? They were, they've been the highlight of this reunion for me. You know, and it's such a bummer because like we said, and we talked it up, we're like, the season's amazing. There's so much to talk about, so much to point on. But like you said before, like Jennifer monopolized so much of the conversation, but the men bring like a little bit of the fun that we need. Like, honestly, I would almost enjoy the men being the ones calling all the women out on their shit. Like Andy, move aside, let the men take over. That would yes. be kind of funny to I me. mean, they kind of do that. They dig at each other anyway. I love that Teresa has, basically she is not Jackie's biggest fan. They have kind of reconciled and they're friends-ish. They basically just don't yell at each other anymore. But she was saying, essentially, she wants Evan. And was like, no one was shy about the fact that Evan is hands down the hottest house husband. And I thought that was amazing. I thought that was amazing that she was specific about wanting a Jewish guy. I feel like she has or will fuck the pool guy. I'm sorry. Like, these fake paparazzi shots that we've seen of them walking together. I'm like, they're not for nothing. At least I hope, because he's hot. And I feel like she should get it. And then here's the thing that I thought was interesting because they touched on Joe's family being pissed at Teresa for lots of different things, but they don't feel like they would still be together if they weren't on. They feel like they Teresa and Joe would still be together if they were still on the show. But did you notice how Melissa said he never really treated her well? I thought that was an interesting look into their marriage. I thought that a lot of this started to spiral downwards because of the show, because of the exposure to their lavish lifestyle. And then... I think it, you know, raised some red flags with um, tax people and knowing more about like investigating their tax evasion and fraud and all that. And it feels like had they not gone on the show, they probably would have gotten away with it. But it sounds like it was almost rocky from the start. Yeah. And I don't know. So when that moment happened, the one that you pointed out, I can't just I couldn't decide if Melissa should have said that or not. That she could have done better. She made a face like she probably shouldn't have. And then she said, I think you deserve a lot better. I just, in my mind and given everything that Teresa's like kind of gone through, I honestly, usually I'm all for that. And like saying, yeah, you deserve better. I just felt like in the moment, it seemed to me a little bit poor taste in my opinion. Yeah. 
I, I agree. I think also they've gone through so much. It now seems like they're for the most part kind of helping each other. I would say defending each other, but I don't think Teresa defends Melissa necessarily, but things have cooled down from the family standpoint that could possibly, I think cause some issues next season. Also, I have to point out that Frank and Dolores clearly have hooked up since Frank Jr. was conceived. They made it sound <laughs> like they've not touched each other since. And he's like, not to my knowledge. Or he's like, whatever Dolores says. And everyone's looking at each other like they have hooked up. Oh, I mean, do you think yeah. they, they hooked up, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope so. They have such great chemistry. I mean, I guess they should still be friends because it sounds like he can't commit to being faithful which is horrible but and obviously he hurt her too but yeah she needs to kick david whatever his name is to the curb dolores is a hot little thing and get herself a man maybe she needs to find another jewish man yeah she could do another jewish guy i would fully support that so i yeah i just also want to say i was starting to like jennifer and for those who have been listening for a while i have said oh my gosh i think she's just kind of has a misunderstood humor I'm really starting to enjoy her. I retract all of that. After this reunion, it, it, I can't I can't like her. Maybe she'll make me like her again next season. But right now, after all this and her just interjecting and interrupting everyone, I'm so over Jennifer. I can see that. And it's such a bummer because I have the same type of feelings as you. It's almost like she did so much like reunion prep, like... <laughs> I don't know if like other former housewives talked to her and was like, you got to really stand your ground and like really got to pipe in. Don't hold back. And maybe she took one too many tequila shots. I don't know what it was, but she monopolized so much of the conversations where it's just, it was even hard to even hear her make a point when she had points to make at times. Yes. Yeah. Even at times I'm like, oh, I agree with you, but you're so annoying right now. I'm not even, I can't even allow myself to agree with you. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. But one more part left, and then we say uh, goodbye to Jersey for a little bit. But I think they're already filming, so we'll be – I mean, we probably still won't get another season for a little less than a year, but it's safe to say Jersey is coming down. Well, and they're probably on hiatus considering everything right now, too. True. I guess they're – yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how this affects a lot of filming schedules because OC is on pause. Salt Lake City is going to be delayed now because they haven't even started filming. Beverly Hills, I don't know. I mean, I thought they were almost done, but maybe they're not. I don't know if they have a few more things to. I think they are done. I think there's, I think they're done. I think, and I've, I thought Salt Lake had filmed at other points too. I could be wrong. I feel like Salt Lake might be in the middle, but I feel like I've seen like things, stills of them somewhere where people are like, these are the housewives or something like that. But Beverly Hills, I feel like is done. Well, because Teddy was getting lamb and saying she was back at it. Oh, oh, who knows? Who knows? Could just be confessionals. Who knows? But I think everything's being halted for a little bit. So expect some delays with some of our favorite franchises. But uh, no delays on Summer House. I mean, it's so lighthearted. I love it. But this, for me, there's like a lot of parts. There's so many parts. So many freaking parts of potluck was hilarious in terms, I think being in, not even that I'm a cook, but like the random shit they all brought to the potluck, like made me laugh. I, I clearly they've never been to a potluck before. <laughs> right? Like who brings, and also tuna salad's the worst thing you could bring in my opinion. Vomit. You never, for no one's going to want to eat tuna salad that's been sitting out for a while. And no. I also agreed with you. Chili. Like, I mean, just so many things, but like, these are not what people bring to potlucks. Like you bring... <laughs> I don't know. I, you bring like a deli tray. You bring like sometimes, I mean, you can do like a crock pot if it's plugged in. You can do But like it's like hot outside dips. too. Like who wants yeah, chili? Just, 
so gross. I don't know. I got, I was really tickled by that. <laughs> Probably more than I needed to be, but that really made me laugh. <laughs> I, but my favorite part was when they do girls night and guys night, just because there's clearly such a difference. The girls are like, let's put on pajamas, drink wine and eat a ton of food. I don't know if they really ate all the food, but they ordered a lot of food. And the dudes were like, we're just going to chug beers and hit baseballs. But when they played Truth or Dare, I got to give Jules a lot of credit. She was not, did not back away. She was dared to have phone sex with Jordan. Oh, and he's so gross. Like, he's so gross. I'm I sorry. Know. I know his sexuality was discussed last season, and I'm never one to, like, kind of project or something like that on someone. But, I mean... I don't know if he's into ladies. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry if I offend anyone. Uh, I don't know. Their whole dynamic is very strange. And Kyle, while she was doing that iconic sex, (laughs) phone sex, which reminded me of the Atlanta ladies because Candy did something similar or one of the Atlanta ladies did. But Kyle was like, oh, that's a stage five clinger. I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. You should be like (laughs) impressed that Jordan can even get a girl who wants to call him and do that. Yeah, I, I agree. It was like stage five. I'm like, really? I think it's more just like hornball. You should go. I would drive on over there. I think the Jordan thing- is only brought on to make Jules relevant, though, because that's when all Probably. of them she's gotten interesting. Tie- it ties her in a little bit more. It does make her a lot more interesting. I also really am starting to dislike Carl. And I go hot and cold with Carl anyway. So right now I'm definitely in a cold phase. I don't think it's fair that he basically ended things with Lindsay because he asked out the girl from Barry's boot camp while they were but like in front of her essentially. And they had not broken up yet. And then he gets mad at Luke because Luke texted her to go rock climbing. I'm like, you can't get upset when like your side piece girl is also texting other guys because you, you essentially cheated on Lindsay. Oh yeah. And can we talk about how big of a dick blackout Carl was to Lindsay and just in general, like that moment he drank one in that little montage one, when they were done having that conversation, he took swigs of fireball, which I was like, holy fuck, there's no reaction in his face yeah. as he's doing it. He's pouring rose, like he is unhinged. Like blackout Carl is a lot. Like, I don't know. Too much. Too but much. I thought, I mean, I loved I mean, Lindsay, I almost wish she didn't say don't activate me in that conversation, but I also loved it because I feel like I can, we can use that in multiple places on our Instagram page, but he is such a hypocrite. And I love that Luke, clearly he's like threatened by Luke and Luke doesn't give a fuck and is like kind of trolling him and feeding into it and is being like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, I don't know. That was interesting. He didn't care. I liked it. I thought it was great. what do you think about Hannah and Luke? Do you, how do we feel about that? They're together. A hundred percent. I think they're together right now. Oh, I do too. I like it. I've been cheering for it. I think it's cute. I'm enjoying their flirting. I think it's, I mean, I think all of us are kind of wanting them to be together. That was the whole point of it. So, and I, I, I think it's genuine. I think they truly are together right now. And I can't wait to kind of have them sort of more formally announce that they're dating. They're kind of teasing all of us out there on their Instagram. So, I mean, they did like a little scene. I don't know if it was stories or a post, but they were seen doing like their interviews together for Summer House and they had their masks on and they're like, just, I don't know, it was cute. I it wasn't necessarily making fun of coronavirus in a way. I think a lot of people have been uh, triggered by some of the posts with people wearing their masks, but I think they were doing it as like showing that like they still want to be close to one another. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I think it's cute. And what an upgrade from Armand. And yeah. yes, like go with Luke, Hannah. Get it, girl. 
Get uh, it. So that brings us to Vanderpump. And honestly, everyone, I'm sorry. We are so over this wedding. We don't We can't even talk about it. Like I am over it. I can't. There's really not much I want to talk about. Yeah, there's really not a lot to say. We're we're bored. We're bored with Vanderpump. The wedding is airing right now as we're talking right now. And I think that's one thing that come out of all of this that we're glad and happy that the wedding's over. (laughs) The wedding was so much better being played out on social media. We've said that numerous times, but I enjoyed the wedding more the day it was happening, watching everyone's stories and posts and all that. And now I'm like, ugh, like this wedding has, I'm just, I'm done. So uh, one thing we are definitely not done with is doing shout outs. And this week's shout out absolutely has to go to the amazing people who their jobs require them to continue to work in times of a crisis like this. And it's not just the healthcare workers. We've been posting our stories, how the nurses and doctors and really anybody working at a hospital, the janitorial staff, especially how they are just heroes that they continue to kind of put their health at risk for all of us uh, to treat our sick uh, communities and just help the rest of us remain safe and healthy. But I think in looking at the places where we're going to the the most right now, the only places that are worth leaving our house for, the people that are working at pharmacies, the supermarkets, Uber drivers. I mean, think how scary it is to be an Uber driver right now. Somebody could cough when sitting right behind you. So just all of those people, we want to say thank you so much and give you guys a shout out for whether you you know, like it or not having to continue to do your jobs. And we really do appreciate it. Yes. And one thing too, everyone, like not a little slight PSA, but please, please, please take everything seriously. Please practice social distancing. We really want to flatten this curve. I get so frustrated when I see headlines of people at bars and all these different things. Like, please, please, please. This is, this is no joke. And I'm usually one to like, oh no, this is fine. Like this doesn't really impact us. Like Ebola, Zika, what? No, this <laughs> shit's serious. So let's all take it seriously. And so we can all protect ourselves and everyone around us and those who are vulnerable vulnerable around us. Exactly. I think, you know, we might be healthy, be fine, but you might come in contact with an elderly person who just happens to like be next to you at the grocery store. And how awful would you feel if you knew you got that person sick and that they had to be admitted to an ICU and ventilated? And it's just, it's not worth it. So stay home unless you absolutely have to go out, but be mindful of social distancing yourself with other people. Uh, With that, we are going to continue doing the podcast. We're going to continue posting on social media. I think we all need breaks from hearing about this moments where we can let ourselves just laugh and not be scared, upset, sad. It's just been a roller coaster of emotions. So please continue to listen to us. If you haven't already subscribe to us wherever you podcast and uh, be sure to follow us at Real Moms of Bravo. We're going to be mixing in humor, support. It's just, you know, it's a roller coaster, like we keep saying, and you're going to see that on our Instagram stories. But I think the the key thing to think know is that we're all in this together. We're going to help each other through it. And with that, we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes, give up on a workout, you failed Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, 
I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.